Welcome to Showing Up For You, where the conversations are hard but need to be had. I'm Jasmine. And I'm Sean. We're using our life's experiences to help us process the next steps. We're excited to have you. Welcome back to another episode of Showing Up For You. Hey, Jasmine. Hello, everybody. You guys, we are so happy to be back. I am really glad that everybody had time off to celebrate the holidays. And um, if you hadn't already noticed, this episode is called Santa Baby, um, because we are wanting to chat about Christmas. Um, The Christmas holidays or like, you know, the the winter holidays um, seem to be something that we kind of all have in common. But I noticed that we um, we all celebrate them differently. Mm-hmm. And whether it's religiously, culturally, I'm always curious as to how we all um, grew up celebrating them. And then, um, you know, how we're gonna carry on those traditions. Um, I can only speak into two holidays that I celebrate, my family and I celebrate um, in the winter, and that is um, Christmas and uh, for us, um, Kwanzaa. Um, but um, we're talking about this because Jasmine, I'm, I'm, I was having a conversation with another mom mm-hmm. and she is aware that my children have been taught that Santa Claus is not real. Um, if you're listening to this and you don't know that, I'm sorry. Pl- I'm, <sighs> spoiler alert I don't know like um you know but um we the, the the conversation really was about us having to adapt to family members or close people in our life that um carried on the like you know Santa tradition type thing and how we felt as parents we should guard our children or teach our children, but then still not disrespect other people. Mm-hmm. And so I never thought that I'd have to worry about that because I I grew up, um, of course I grew up in the church and I knew Santa wasn't real, but then yeah. I, I saw a mixture of like, you know, sometimes I did see the church kind of like have Santa decorations and, you know, do that kind of thing and celebrate Christmas that way or like mm-hmm. have Easter egg hunts and things like that on Resurrection Sunday. And I was like, this is weird. But like now that I'm an adult, I see how confusing it is. So one um, one of our biggest conversations this holiday season, guys, is um, was like, what are what are our perspectives on the holidays and how have they like shaped us as people? Um, did they have anything to do with our religion? And what do they have to do with the way we carry on with parenting or um, celebrating or even morals? You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. I noticed that a lot of times, a lot of ways we celebrate have a lot to do with our generosity or respect during the holidays. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, I'm really, I'm really excited to have this conversation. What about you? Yeah. Oh, man, you're already saying so many good things. I'm like, we're here. I love it. <laughs> um Man, yeah, I, as somebody, I actually, I love, love the holidays. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I think, like, probably, like, when I got into college, I tried to play, like, the cool girl, like, it's not that big of a deal, <laughs> but joke on me, like, no, I absolutely <laughs> love the holiday season, and, you know, I think that you make a great point, like, I think we all reach a point to where we start to recognize, like, um, you know, some things in our value systems, mm-hmm. you know, in regards like to the holidays. Cause I know for myself, like growing up in church, I like grew up in church with my grandparents mm-hmm. and then, um, but my mom, we did like Santa. Mm-hmm. So I knew that Santa was not real, mm-hmm. but it's almost like I bought into the idea of Santa which is, like you said, very confusing and kind of like jerks you into two different places. At least Mm -hmm. like for me, it kind of did that. And I quickly was like, "Mm, Santa, mom and grandma, my Mm -hmm. mom's mom, they all got the same handwriting, but also like happy birthday, Jesus. (laughs) Right, like this is weird. (laughs) You know, yeah, for sure. And like, you know, I think that the, I think about like Christmas specifically and like, you know, the people just talked about the general statement of like the Christmas spirit, like 
I do think that it brings such joy, you know, to people's life. And there's something that's super beautiful about it. But Mm -hmm. I think, you know, people's definition of what is beautiful about it looks very different, Mm -hmm. you know, because I think that I definitely would say I reached a point definitely within the last three or four years of like why Christmas is so beautiful to me because like I (laughs) just short story but this year as I was like sending emails like during the holidays Mm -hmm. my email sign off would be like happy birthday Jesus and Merry Christmas because (laughs) 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 it was but I I realized I was like it's my way of being like this is you know where my you know values or like morals lies within Jesus Mm -hmm. But also, like, some people love Christmas, so, like, Merry Christmas. Wow. No, you know what? That's, um, you, you're reminding me that of, like, my, my, one of my biggest insecurities as a parent, mm-hmm. um, I'm actually intimidated by the, like, pool of the holidays for children mm-hmm. because, um, I think I'm, I, I was, in, I, I used to be intimidated by this idea. Like there will be people that would say, let the kids have fun. You know, like it's mm-hmm. just make believe, let them have fun. But then I'm like too much of this quote unquote fun is going to confuse my kids. Like it confused me, you know? Yeah. yeah. And um, side note, we recently found a church out here in Texas that we, uh, here in Houston that we really enjoy. Mm. And um, we've been there for about a month and a half. And um we finally let the kids go to like the children's church. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? We wanted to fill it out for a while before we were like, okay, you know. Um, And what I love that they did on, uh, cause Christmas was on a Sunday this year. Mm -hmm. What I love that they did is they threw a birthday party for Jesus. Yo, that's off the chain. (laughs) So I go pick up my son cause they have like a kindergarten class and then they have like the second grade class for my daughter. I go pick up my son he came out with all the snacks and a birthday hat and a whistle, like a, you know what I mean? I was like, wait a minute, what happened in there? Why didn't you invite me? And he was like, mom, it's Jesus' birthday. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like he was like, it was like, we sang happy birthday to Jesus. And I was like, mm-hmm. I love that because my kids had already understood that that was the focus, but we never adri- approached, like, we were never in a situation where, um, the the church or the facility was mm-hmm. getting creative with that yeah and i i love that like i i just love it i know it's so simple but i was like this is where it's at because mm-hmm. that creates a spot for the kids to celebrate and understand why and then you're giving them the idea of a little birthday party for jesus you're acknowledging that that's what we're celebrating you right. know what i mean right. um and so when i speak about it intimidating me it's like i you know I see all these elf on the shelf type things. I would never, I'm going to just be honest, go mm-hmm. you great for you parents that like wake up and put the, a new scene on mm-hmm. and make sure the elf is doing something naughty. No, like I don't want to, I guess, continue. Like, I think that's a great game for those who believe in yeah. or the, your kids are in that mode. But my, um, I enjoy finding different ways to uh, focus on, the purpose of it, you know, and, um, I used to feel like, okay, we have to at least do a tree or, okay, we have to at least do, um, you know, don't tell them where the presents came from. You know what I mean? Like it was Mm -hmm. weird. Like that first year was really confusing for me. And finally me and my husband were like, no, um, the kids are going to understand that these gifts came from mommy and daddy and your loved ones because Mm -hmm. God blessed us to be able to do what we did to God, to get these. And we want to bless you. And, and, and what I did to add on to that tradition is, um, I would have my children gift each other a gift. Mm-hmm. So it's not a, you think it's not, what am I going to get? What do I want? It's now you're focused on what am I going to get my sister? Or what am I going to get my brother? You know? Yeah. And we would play games and things like that. Um, and I mean, you know me, I had a Christmas cross, right? Like, yeah. I was not, I was like, I just want to keep it simple and focus on what it's really about. Mm -hmm. Um, But like I said, in the beginning of parenting, I stumbled with the idea that I was not giving my kids the fun, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? By, by being realistic or telling them that 
this Santa thing is not real, you know? Yeah. Yeah. What else? Like, that's such a difficult tension mm-hmm. to sit in, you know, because it's like, I, you know, would possibly imagine I'm not a parent. I hope to be, you know, but it's like how to properly prepare and, um, mm-hmm. Like, set up your children for success, also, mm-hmm. like, in friendships. But it's mm-hmm. also, like, there's another aspect of, like, you know, because I think something that, you know, I would assume that parents get nervous about would be, like, um, don't ruin it for your friends. You know, like, there's um, mm-hmm. there's conversations that I've had with some of my friends. Just, again, I'm not a parent, but I love to pick the brains of the moms that I'm so fortunate to be around. And I'm, like, how do you, what do the conversations with your kids look like? Um, when you know that their friends believe and you know that your kids don't, how do you, you know what I mean? Like, and I, if you have an answer to that, please, like, I think that I would love to hear. And like, I think that we would love to share, like all hear and you share about what does that look like and how, you know, cause part of me in my own head, and please correct me if I'm wrong, like, Go ahead. is it, um, well, if your friends like believe in something that's silly, is that something that, you know, is that the type of friend that you want your kid around? Is it not? It's not that big of a deal. Like, how do you navigate those complexities surrounding the holiday season? Oh, can I just say that that is such a real question? Like, I know that 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 sounds like, you know, that is such a real question because as a parent, you do think about like, do I want my kid around that kid? Like, you know, I might like yeah. see, I might drop my kid off and like there's another kid that throwing a tantrum and I'm like, mm, don't sit by him. Yeah. Like, so <laughs> I, I. I'm being honest and transparent in a, in a way of saying like, that is such a real question. Thank you for asking that. And I know how it sounds, but these are the thoughts that go through parents' head, right? Mm-hmm. Because there are, um, we are not our children's only um, teachers. Like we're yeah. not the only one that leave impressions on our, our children. So right. um, yeah, you know, I think about like who they're going to school with and what they're going to say and, and if they're going to disrespect somebody else. And I tried to cheat my way into this. And and here's how it started. I paid for my children to go to Christian schools because I was like, when, you know, in, in the beginning of their, their education, because I was like, this facility is going to back up what I believe. Right. 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 And like, it worked a lot, but it was also like, I mean, and I, and definitely like we had the finances to do that. Um, but it just helped me reinforce what I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wasn't being realistic about, your kids are going to be in the real world one day and not everybody there is going to believe what they believe. Like chill, Sean. Um, and so when my son actually like a few years ago, my son was in school and, um, they were talking about Christmas that day and the teachers, and it was at a Christian school, the teachers went around and were asking the children, like, what are they going to do? And what do they want Santa to bring them? Something like that. Mm-hmm. And my son was like, when it got to him, and he waited patiently, but when it got to him, he was like, well, Santa's not real. So I really would like for Jesus to bless me with dot, dot, dot. Mm-hmm. And the teacher was like, stop. Mm-hmm. Like, you know. And so he was like, no, my mom said that Santa's not real, so it's fine. Um, but then there were other kids in the class that didn't, that their parents hadn't told them and that, you know. So I go to pick him up and the teacher's almost kind of scolding me because my son ruined it for the other kids. Mm-hmm. And in the best way possible, I had to say, with the money that I'm paying for you all to 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 say the things that are realistic and biblical, this is weird that this is what you're, you know, saying yeah. to me. Yeah. And my, my then question was, are you correcting the kid that was like about to fight my kid over Santa? But the teacher wanted to keep the peace and apparently my son was the issue. And I said that to say like that tripped me out because there was so much work and effort to like keep this vision alive. And so then I had to start teaching my kids. It's not enough that you know your truth. That doesn't mean that um, you have to force your truth on somebody else. So now it's like, yeah, you might go to school and somebody, because guess what? There are people that don't believe in God and they have every right right to not to, because that's how they grew up. There are people that celebrate different things culturally that my kids would not recognize that holiday. Right. Mm -hmm. And so my approach now is, you know, if they're, if you are asked and they ask you, cool, say what you need to say, 
but it is not your job to convince them. It's your job to be a good person. Mm-hmm. You you don't owe them an explanation about why you believe what you believe and you don't it is not your job or your place to like bring them to the light if that's what you want to say. Right. Because they may very well have a strong argument to bring you over to the other side. Mm-hmm. Like your job is just to be a good person and be their friend. Now, I don't think that one kid believing in Santa and then my or, not, or something like that is going to ruin my kids' friendships. Like I, I do, I do think that there are certain things I don't want my kids around, but yeah. I just have to approach it in a way of pass that on. Like keep keep going. They don't mm-hmm. believe in Santa. Okay, that's fine. Like they don't they don't come home to your home. That you don't celebrate with them anyway. That's between them and their parents. It's okay for you to speak your truth and then keep it pushing. You don't have to force your truth. And that's, I think, just how I want them to feel about life. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you could you can fuss at a person all day about something that you know that you know that you know. Right. But, you know, what is it? From a distance, two people yell and both look stupid. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. you know what I mean? Like, you're not, you're not looking any better by by um getting it you know we're excited about it but it's definitely hard it's definitely hard because um it almost makes my kids so you know i've had questions from my kids that were they're like well then if i'm right and they're right and i'm like well no it's that's not what it is but like they're they're kind of confused by like well then like can i celebrate what they're celebrating because it looks like i said fun right right and so like i said it's more of how am i trying to um, approach the holiday or approach what we believe in and mm-hmm. let my kids know that like you can enjoy your way and they can enjoy theirs. But anyway, that's my tangent. I don't want to go there. Yeah. Go ahead. No, that is, that's not a tangent at all. Cause I think, you know, those are big questions that we ask ourselves. I mean, I look at, at my childhood and I'm like, I probably did spoil it for somebody and mm. I didn't even know because I'm over here experiencing both things. And I'm like, the idea of Santa's fun Mm-hmm. Like you said, Santa's fun. Holidays are fun. Elves, right. presents, like the you know the list could go on. But also, like, I love a good birthday party. Happy birthday, Jesus! You know, like I love. <laughs> cake, I think that's cake, so cake, cool, cake. right? Like, I think it's so cool that you know. I mean, I, as we know, and we publicly said it, like as followers of Jesus, that's kind of where you know our hearts reside. But um, you know, I think it ultimately does like come down to respect. And, you know, respecting other people's cultures, because I know, like, within my own family, um, I've mentioned, like, I have a blended family, and some of the, my mom's husband is Latino, and they have different um, holiday traditions than I do, Mm. but I'm still able to participate and partake, and it's almost like I find more joy in being able to see their joy in the Mm -hmm. holiday season like for some Mm -hmm. people I think that we forget like it's about it's what brings something to them you Mm -hmm. know what sparks something in their heart and like what is of value to them and something that brings them joy but it's like joy is contagious so like if somebody else is excited about it you can be excited for them Mm -hmm. and that's like you know to have more of like a generous spirit I guess you could say no yeah you're right I think that that's really good you know um the joy, like focusing on that. And mm-hmm. not everything has to be a like protest. I'll say that. And so mm-hmm. that's what I think that reminds me of because like I was saying, I was having the conversation with my friend and, you know, her baby is, um, her baby's the same age as my little baby. Uh, and so we're approaching this one year mark with, with these new babies and, um, her family is, you know, one side of her family celebrates, you know, Jesus and the other side is big on Santa. Mm -hmm. And so she's kind of struggling with like, what do I do? And my biggest piece of advice for her is it doesn't, you're going to have to prepare your child for what they believe in. Yeah. And you can't control the world. Like you might, you know, your baby is a baby right now. She doesn't care, but like teach her as you grow to um, love Jesus and, and you know, whatever truth you all are, are teaching her, um, along with that, teach her that you might not share the same truth as everyone else. Yeah. Um, and that doesn't mean that they don't love you. It doesn't mean that, you know, like they're, they're bad people, um, but you can enjoy other people and know that there are differences um, right. because you can't, you're not going to be able to do anything. I don't care if you, you spend you know, years and years, you know, putting your kid under a rock and saying there's no Santa, 
they're going to go to the grocery store and see a chocolate Santa at the <laughs> checkout line. You know what I mean? Right. So like you can't, you can't hide this stuff. Yeah. So instead of us trying to prevent, you know, the Santas or the Santa talk or the people that believe, you can't do that. Your, mm-hmm. your one job. And like I said, what had to work for me is teach your child their truth and how to respect other people's truth. Yeah. You know, hey, baby, here we don't celebrate Santa, but you might go to grandma's and she got 50 million Santas all over mm-hmm. the house. Mm-hmm. She 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 likes to the, the mystery of it. Yeah. Great. That doesn't mean that she's going to come home and be like, I'm convinced Santa's real. Like, you know what I mean? You don't. Right. You're all we can do is control like, you know, um, how we raise our children. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's I don't know. I think it's it's a really cool approach um because you never know why people um celebrate you know what they do i know a lot of people grew up differently and um are choosing to be more flamboyant with the holidays or more you know expressive with the holidays um and that helps them escape certain Mm -hmm. things and that helps them you know make other people happy i mean i'll tell you right now if if god forbid i was down on my luck and I, you know, didn't have anything to my name and a fake Santa gave me $5. I'm not going to be like, I don't believe in you. Take your $5. I'm going to take the $5. Like, you know what I mean? So right. like, so I don't, <laughs> I don't think people that believe in Santa are evil. I'm saying yeah. like, they just, everybody has a reason why, you know what I mean? But you also have a right to teach your children or, or speak your truth. But, you know, we still owe people respect as they celebrate the way they need to. Yes, I completely agree. Um, I, you kind of mentioned it earlier, but what does you know tradition in your family look like? Look, has looked like in the past, and like taking that into your family now, like how has that dramatically changed? I know I'm like asking three questions in one, but I'm like I want to know what that all <laughs> said, looks answer like. all of them. Right. Um, so okay, very quickly in the past, I told you, I spoke about this before. I have a really big family on my mom's side, and so we used to um, exchange names on Thanksgiving, and then everybody that way everybody at least got one present on Christmas, mm-hmm. and so that took up the whole Christmas day, right? Because there's 50 million of us, and like, it, who got who? Who got this name? And here's your present. And I thought that was really exciting, and I really did think that was a really cool way for my family to celebrate. Um. Now, though, I am not, and we didn't do Santa either, but mm-hmm. now that I'm a parent, I don't have the big family for my kids. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so um, things are a lot more basic. What I love is the intention of family that my that, that I grew up with. Mm-hmm. Um, and so now, like I said, it's, it's definitely simpler, more direct. Um, me and my husband, we get both of the kids one present. And they're blessed enough to have a village that sends presents. Mm-hmm. So we rarely have to do anything. <laughs> they get one present from us and then they get each other a present. So they're guaranteed two things. And it's just really cool to have them understand the gift giving and the appreciation of the appreciation of the receiving. Mm-hmm. Um, but we more so focus on what are we doing that day? Like what games are we playing? What what do you want to eat today? How are we like loving on each other? And so I focus more on the family thing. Like I said before, I don't get a tree. I had um, gotten this big wooden cross made mm-hmm. a few years back, kind of like what would stand behind like a wedding arch type thing. Mm-hmm. Not as dramatic, but dramatic enough. Um, and so that's what, that's how we celebrate um, instead of a tree. Um but we also don't harp on Christmas in a way of like 10 days till Christmas, five days. Like we don't do that. Yeah. Because I don't, I don't want the idea of like, we just worried about the presents. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so it's, we're very like low key on Christmas. Um, and so just to kind of in, you know, cap that out, we actually celebrate Kwanzaa and we make a bigger deal of that. Mm-hmm. So we Kwanzaa happens the first day after Christmas, and um, what I love is it's more culture and community based. And in there, there's lessons every day. There's something where I can focus on the creativity of you know what individual 
you know, what, what each child is, is wanting to do, you know, and, and then there's a day of like self-determination, right? And then there's a day of economics where you go and support, you know, a black owned business. Like there's so much, I, I love Kwanzaa more than I love Christmas. Yeah. And um, because that is, I think that's more of an applicable celebration. Mm-hmm. So I'm, and I didn't know about Kwanzaa growing up. Like I didn't, I did not know anything about Kwanzaa. Like that just wasn't a thing for us, even though we, you know, of course, like we were definitely um, drenched in the black community. Like I didn't know anything about it. Um, And I'll say this. Do you remember the Proud family did an episode on it? Yes, I was never. (laughs) (laughs) That was the extent of my knowledge of Kwanzaa. But so that's, I hope that answered your question. We definitely celebrated Christmas. It was a bigger deal when I was younger. Now it's more family-based and my kids understand just the, the the togetherness. But Kwanzaa is where it's at for us. We're like, mm-hmm. we're like, where are we gonna support? What black owned bookstore are we gonna go to? What, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And my kids, like, we memorize the day. So we wake up like, what is today? Ujama. Like, you know, what does it mean? And yeah. so we're that's bigger for us. I love that. I love that so much. Like I love that. You had said like something that I did not grow up mm-hmm. um, celebrating. You were able to like take that into your family and just having this idea of it being like, how do we make it our own and how do we make it special? And it's definitely something that's huge, you know, and within our community. Mm-hmm. Like um, I think the, the economic day is Jamba, I think is what it's called. Mm-hmm. And I this year, since I'm you know living in California, and surrounded by a lot more of diversity than I was when I was in Washington. Mm-hmm. But it was the first opportunity that I had to go to this like massive um, market mm-hmm. where there was black owned businesses everywhere. And I was like, why don't we do this all year? <laughs> yes. I'm like, I love it. You know, it mm-hmm. was something that was really special. But I know for me, um, mm-hmm. I grew up like loving Christmas. Like I had, um, you know, we, my mom, she did the whole Santa thing, as I mentioned earlier, and mm-hmm. she made it cool and she made it special. Like we would do like the tr- tradition of like the Christmas pajamas on Christmas Eve night. And that's the only time that we got to, you know, open it and then we'd wear them to sleep. And then, you know, somebody wears the hat in the morning and like distributes the presents. And so she made it like very intimate mm-hmm. for our like immediate family. And then we'd have our extended family over and whatnot growing up so like in short that's kind of what that looked like for me was like spending it with my mom and Mm -hmm. um my aunt my uncle and grandmother but you know this year was very different for me or like because this was the first year that I had not been home during the holidays at all including Thanksgiving Mm -hmm. and so it was like the first year that I was like challenged to like make my own or do my own things within the holidays here so as I mentioned like you know celebrating Kwanzaa here in LA was like super special but I had this like um because Christmas was such a beautiful thing for me growing up with like you know being able to go to church on Christmas Eve and you know spending it with my my mom then not having that I was like I have no choice but to create something for myself right. to make it feel like it was special. So um, this year I went to this massive mall and I went and I looked at the lights because I was like, this is cool. I went to like mm. different markets to support, you know, mm-hmm. small businesses. I am a Christmas tree person and this is the first year I didn't do a Christmas tree because I was like, this is only temporary, but I actually had the opportunity to like decorate with friends Mm. and to be able to make family you know within a city that's really unfamiliar to me so that was you know super unique but then I think this year was so special because I spent um Christmas Eve at uh the church that I attend Mm -hmm. and I don't think I've ever celebrated Jesus's birthday so hard in my life wow like it was a moment for me that I think it made me have the wheels turn in my head of like, this is how, how I felt this year is how I want Christmas to feel for my future family. Wow. Like to know that just like my own personal story is that 
you know, Jesus changed my life. And so this is Jesus's birthday when Jesus came into the world. And like my life has been dramatically changed because of this person. Mm -hmm. Like I want my future children to feel that way. Like I want my future children to be like, oh my gosh, like we have this beautiful life all because of this person's birthday. Like I think about, you know, you and I talk about, we love birthdays. We love our family's birthday. Like, you know, when we were in the same state, we had, you know, birthday traditions with um, each other, which was like so special. So I think about like where I want to bring like making that what how we felt within celebrating our own birthdays. Like I want to take that to my future and with mm. my family and making it that special. Because I also like I shared a little bit with you offline, like as beautiful as Christmas was for me growing up. I also, growing up with a blended family, I spent Christmas in so many different places to where it's almost like that expectation felt overwhelming. Wow. And, like, not to dismiss my gratitude by any means, but I did not have the opportunity to, um, you know, spend Christmas with the other side of my family. But also, like, that was a choice that, you know, like – my dad's family kind of decided like there were some years that I would you know spend with my grandparents but kind of in my older years I was left out of Mm. Christmas things which was like so hurtful wow like I loved Christmas this was the best thing ever Mm. and so you know kind of feeling um you know those feelings of like well, I'm not, am I not good enough, you know, to spend this time with you? This is the time where like, you know, the world shows expectation of like presence and being with family and all these things and like not having the idea of family in my head. It really left me being like, when I'm older and I have a family, I want that to look different. I want my children to be with both of their parents, whatever that looks like, right? Wow. Yeah, I, you know, and, and thanks for sharing that, you know, because it's, I'm sure you're not the only one, like we all had some kind of, um, I'm sure you're not the only one with that story. I'll say that. Yeah. And I think it's um, very brave to kind of like come to that conclusion and then just understand your place in it. Like, hey, this side of the family, this is how we celebrate it. And the other side, not so much. And this is my, like, I have to accept that this is what it is. Um, and you kind of spoke on like, I don't want to carry that on in the future, you know, and, mm-hmm. you know, um, if in fact, you know, you do end up in the future in a in, in a similar situation as what you grew up in, meaning a blended family, um, mm-hmm. knowing that you're like, hey, I'm still not going to let this feeling be passed on. Um, I think it's very, it's very brave. But I wonder like, not but, and I wonder what was the like the motivating factor because a lot of people can take that hurt and not want to celebrate holidays like a lot of people can take that hurt and say like the holidays weren't great to me because this is what was normal when i was growing up um and so what makes you want to put it in a positive way and say like even if i do get married or i do have children and i end up in a situation where like you said it could be a little complicated but i'm going to make sure i celebrate with my children, like, what makes this a positive outcome? Like, what's 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 happening between your past hurt and what you don't want to happen in the future? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. That's a great question. You know, I think that it one, it took time. Let me not act like overnight. I was like, "Ooh, this is what I'm gonna do." <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> that's naive and dumb and incorrect, right? Um. But I think it took a lot of time for me to actually sit with myself and recognize, like, um, one, why am I feeling like this? What do and then what do I want to do about it? It's Mm -hmm. like there's only kind of two outcomes. Like, I think I've spoken about it just in past episodes. Is like I get fed up with myself at some point, Mm -hmm. like of being like having this, you know, mentality, this woe is me, you know, mentality. And Mm -hmm. also like by overcoming, I'm able to see like I can create a different outcome. Right. And I think that's kind of what got me to the place of, like, I want this to be different. And the thing is, like, it can be different. Like, I kind of have made this, like, decision in my own personal life to be, like, I will repurpose memories for myself. Mm. You know, I think about just in regards to tradition, like, okay, well, every year we go do this, then we go do this, and then we go do this. And it's almost like you say it in that very, like, monotone type of way, like, da 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 Mm -hmm. But, like... 
I want to take that, the memory of that, and I want to repurpose it. So what wow. I can do is I can take my future husband, my you know future children, and we can make this really awesome by adding blank or yeah. you know even you know God forbid, but it's like if I was to you know have a blended family as well, like how do I make this as beautiful for my children so that they don't have this feeling of like missing out or you know they're dismissed yeah. or thrown below you know the wayside like how can I proactively take what I'm feeling and flip coin? Because the thing is, like, I think it's naive for us to think about. I think this is my own personal opinion. Something about the holiday season stirs up a lot for people. Absolutely. And good, the good, the bad, the ugly, because I feel like it's like weddings. It's the one time where so many people are together right. that it's just like, you know, things can get, you know, thrown around. But I think mm -hmm. the beauty about holiday season is like, I think it's a season that's really full of like gratitude and it's full of joy and it's um I guess I should say weddings now that I'm thinking about it I'm like hopefully weddings are like that too but <laughs> <laughs> I'm like oh now that I'm talking out loud but anyways let like, me pull you I, back go come back to right. <laughs> you know, I was like ooh. um but yeah I do think that like I just know that I want to make a commitment to my future self mm -hmm. to do the best that I can because if I continue to sit in my victim's mentality or this woe is me mentality that is going to get passed on into my future and onto my future children and like why why would they deserve that man no you're Kylie you're right you know now that you said that I I think the beautiful thing about how you approach celebrating and how you approach um the way you're addressing like the way you want your family to feel in the holidays and like, you know, the simplicity of how, you know, my husband and I um, celebrate is like, you're focusing on the joy of it. And the beautiful thing about that is if I'm focusing on making, you know, this a mem memorable event or the joy or the happiness of my children, no matter what the situation, um, in the future, I think it's easier to kind of like blend and bend I say that to say, like, right now, right, me and my three children and my husband, we celebrate very simply and very family-oriented, right? Mm -hmm. What if my my daughter grows up and marries a guy who is, like, full-on Santa, and she's trying to navigate how to, you know, blend that, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, if we're all focused on the happiness we can still like spend that time together. And so I have to consider stuff like this because I like, I think as a mom, I'm like, my word isn't Bible, you know? Right, um, right. You just spoke about how you guys celebrate it, your mom and your dad um, separately. Um, and your dad, you know, wasn't, uh, you didn't get to celebrate it with him, but you know, your mom did it the way she knew how, and she made it as special as she could for you and your, um, your family. Mm-hmm. And so you knowing like, okay, that's what she did. I might take some of those things and run with it. I might leave some of that stuff at our house. But knowing like what her outcome was and what her intentions were, you can take that intention and run with it. You know what yeah. I mean? And so when I look at that, like as a mom, I have to think my, the way I celebrate stuff is not going to be the end all be all. My kids, mm -hmm. I didn't celebrate Kwanzaa growing up and my kids might be like, yeah, we don't want to do that anymore. Seven days, chill. You know what I mean? Like they might change their minds later. But if we all, if I, if my, if my one intention is to mainly like focus on the joy and the love, Hey, you know what? I'll put up with your Santa Claus for, <laughs> you know what I mean? Just to <laughs> see right. my grandkids. You know what right. I mean? Like mm -hmm. I won't, I won't tell the secret. So I said that to say like, it is very hard to navigate celebrating and having our different truths and beliefs. It doesn't have to divide us. You know what I mean? Because I look at like the way we are in the world, like there's so many things I do not agree with, um, but I will not teach my children not to, I mean, to, to um, disrespect anybody for what they believe in. Right. You know? Right. Right. And so um, I think that's what I love about what you're saying. I just love that you're like, no matter what the situation is, you know, and of course we hope for the best, but no matter what it is, I'm going to get creative and we're going to enjoy our holiday. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I just think about like the other outcome. It's like truly like what is that? Not only what does that do for them, but also like what does that do for you? 
Like it just right. feels like, you know, somebody else has to experience what I experienced. It's like, man, like you're over here passing off all your icky feelings about the mm-hmm. holidays when why? Right. Yeah. And you're right. If we're focusing on the season, I mean, like, look at what what's happening. People are off work. Kids are home from school. Like, oh, my God. It's just, it just makes me nauseous. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> my kids just went back to school today. And I was like, thank you, Jesus, for routine. Because they were eating up my food, like, all right. break. Why? Why do you, you know? Anyway. Um, <laughs> but I do, um, I, I wonder... What do you think is like, and I'm not, I'm, I'm just prepared to be in a dark place. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you say to the people that are, their holidays remind them of the worst times in their lives? Like, what do you say to the, to the people that lost someone during, during a holiday and mm-hmm. now they see it differently? Like that's, that's something I don't think we talk about enough, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause it, it's heavy. Mm-hmm. right like mm-hmm. you're um th- like this i'm i'm soft and i'm okay with being soft mm-hmm. and like i think that when you you lose somebody that you love or you feel like you're grieving an mm-hmm. idea of something that you don't have like i think it's a reminder of how much love you have for something right and that is what's to be held on to that doesn't diminish grief that doesn't mm-hmm. diminish sadness. It doesn't diminish any other feelings that you have. But it's like I look at the other end of that and it's like if you're able to hold on to what is so beautiful about having so much love for someone or some or an idea of something, like that is what's something worth holding on to. Right. Because like I mentioned earlier, like you can take that forward into your life and you're able to, you know, sit and reflect on like, man, like we, I really loved being around that person. Like, mm. this is what they brought to me. Mm-hmm. And like, I want to hold on to that. I want to remember that person this way. You know, like for whatever reason during the holidays for me, I, um, I'm the only grandchild that met my mom's dad. Wow. And so sometimes like during Christmas, I'm like, it makes me sad. Cause I'm like, man, like my cousins missed out on somebody that I loved Mm. so much yeah and so there's a part of my heart that's sad and that grieves for that but then the other part of my heart is like well I feel so blessed to be able to have experienced that with this person but I also can carry on like the feeling that he gave me Mm -hmm. and bring it forward to my family wow no that's so good you know um it is hard I think like that transition between the sadness and the celebration of life. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I guess, you know, with us talking about holidays and how we celebrate and what that does to, um, uh, I guess how we, how it affects us, you know, um, you know, I've lost a few people in my family and there are times that I dread certain seasons. And then there are times that, um, like I'm thankful that my, my mom's side of the family were very, very um sarcastic and so um <laughs> we will talk about you whether you are on this side of heaven or not okay yeah. so um it's the way we cope with a lot of things is um you know like if he, if this person were here they would have messed it up anyway you know it's just a little silly right. and um and so I, I I love that and so I'm always curious um because I know the holidays like we said are about togetherness and they're about family and um I just I guess I'm always curious about how people um love themselves during that time or like what's heavy on them and what's hurtful to them and what are they overcoming um is there depression is there anxiety Mm -hmm. um is there discomfort because you know, you're going to go see your family and they always judge you when you come home for Christmas. Like, there's so much that goes into that. And so yeah. I know it seems like I'm going off on a tangent, but just mm-hmm. to round it back, when we're talking about the way we celebrated and the way that we want to celebrate as individuals or as mothers or parents, I have to think of like everything that's going to hit and how I have to maintain a, a, a simple idea of happiness so that my mm-hmm. kids have that base, that foundation. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and so I think about that kind of stuff. Like, and, and and the deeper I go, 
like Santa is minuscule. Like he, like that is not even, I couldn't <laughs> yeah. care less about this pretend character. Yeah. I'm more focused on my children wanting to be around me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm more focused on not creating a traumatic experience, you know, on Christmas. I'm more focused on my kids wanting to come home from college and yeah. wanting to be with me mm-hmm. and not feeling nervous about bringing their, their new spouse or whatever, or their new boyfriend yeah. or girlfriend. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm more concerned about that, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and so it kind of just, it, I think as a parent, I go even further than what my kids believe now. I'm like, yeah, you know, so mm-hmm. mm, I think that's those, crazy. It's those lasting things that's just coming, <laughs> coming off of this, bringing a spouse home for Christmas. Uh Oh, okay. Um, let's have some fun with this. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's I'm like, let's not up. forget. There's a single girl on the other end of this podcast. <laughs> let's, let's end this with a bang. Go ahead, yes, say things. <laughs> but something that I'm so glad that you mentioned that because let me not act like that's something that I don't think about during the holiday seasons. <laughs> At 27 years old, this is the year that I'm getting Christmas cards from my friends that are married. People are getting married nonstop. You get to see like first Christmas together, uh, you know, whatever. Don't be a hater. I'm like, I know. <laughs> like, let me not. I, I, let's not act like I'm not underneath their Instagram comments. Like, oh my gosh, so cute. I love your the first ornament ever. Right. <laughs> like, girl, you did so good with his gifts. Let me tell you. Oh my god. But that is something. <laughs> um, like where in a way, like I want to shout out the single women who make traditions by themselves without having a significant other. Okay. Because okay. I think that we, I'll, I'm generalizing here. We, AKA me, have sometimes had this idea in my head that like in order to have tradition, it has to be family oriented. And that's not true. <gasps> Why didn't you ask this earlier? I feel like we could have talked about this 30 minutes um, ago. That's what so you true. <laughs> you just hit me with a bomb and what I'm like, doing? wait a second. Uh, what are you doing? Okay, yeah. go ahead. Go ahead. Tag, tag me in when you're ready. <laughs> got you. I got you. Because with all things, I mean, I did majority of holiday related things this year. I did by myself and I loved every single moment of it. I love my little peppermint mocha. I went to in Starbucks the first day holiday <laughs> things came out. I was in that piece. Like I went to go get a little wreath by myself. Loved mm-hmm. it. Great experience. Like it's just Christmas is not synonymous with family oriented things. No, nope. I don't believe that's true. Or ho- mm-hmm. Holiday season. I'll just, mm-hmm. you know, put it. Um, in that regard. And so I think that it is really important, you know, for the single women, like any single woman who's listening, like it is not one, your job to participate in every single family related thing if it's couple related. Because mm. I think that is something that um, can be hurtful towards single women wow. because often in those same type of settings, it's then um, whether it's unintentional or intentional pressure, which, you know, during the holidays, we've talked about you know, Thanksgiving is like people always are like, so when are you going to get a little boyfriend or stuff like that? But that comes during mm. this time of year. Mm. And it's like, dang, like how much do I got to press you about I'm celebrating the holidays like I would when I have a significant other. But mm. it's like I'm almost like preparing traditions of my own that once a person comes into my life, it could be a wee thing, but mm. it's not going to stop me from being able to have a season of gratitude and a season of celebration that's solely dependent on, on having a significant other. Wow. Oh my God. Okay. So that's so, that's, it's, I really wish we talked about that more. I wish that there wasn't so much pressure on finding someone and that the holidays are lonely without a spouse because I think mm-hmm. that's so weird. Um, you know, um, I'm really big on birthdays. Like I, I like birthdays more than any other holiday because I'm mm-hmm. like, yes, every holiday has a purpose or whatever, but, um, somebody made them up, you know what I mean? At the end of it all. Right. And so, um, birthdays for me have always been big. And just the idea of celebrating a person means something to me. And mm-hmm. so I remember before I even like met my husband, I would still, I would always find some quiet time and a cup of coffee um, on my birthday. Mm-hmm. And um, then when I met him, like, I was like, yeah, I got to go. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. This is still my thing. And and kind of just going with you, what you're saying with the merging, like, my husband was not, he's not big on birthdays. Whereas, like, it, and you know me, 
every every birthday for my children, there is a balloon arch waiting for them in the morning. Massive. I don't care what you say. <laughs> I don't care how big the space I live in is. There is a balloon arch. I have perfected the balloon arch decor. Yeah, so, Ryan. and it will stay up for weeks as long as as long as my kids, you know, before they get antsy, I want to bust the balloons. The point is, like, I'm big on that. My husband is not. And so what I love, though, is he respects that merging, right? Yeah. And I would, I'm going to over-celebrate. And, yeah, he'll help me with the decoration, you know, if I don't get too excited and, like, do it all myself. But right. um, I said that to say the beauty is I have something I want to do. And he compliments it, respects it, or stays out of my way. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes us so good is that he knows that, you know, he doesn't need all that like on his birthday, but he might do, you know, he might, um, he's, he does really great meaning, meaningful things for me. And so I said that to say like, because we both have established what we like and what we don't like, we're able to come and compliment and respect each other. Yeah. So you saying, hey, for Christmas, this is what I'm going to do. Imagine when you do, or, you know, if you decide to be with someone, you saying, hey, this is what I would like to contribute. And I would love for there to be space for you to tell me what you do. You know what I mean? Um, because we all love a good game on Christmas too. You know what I mean? Right, like right. I'll sit down with you and, and let's, 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 let's watch a game. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and so there might be people like, this is what me and my family do. We sit down for this and we, okay, well in the morning, me and my family, we have breakfast at such and such. And, and, it, and you're able to come together and like merge those. And yeah. I feel like yes, there's there's uniqueness in creating your own traditions and 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 things, but like you said, like having something to contribute and introduce that that thing to your spouse mm-hmm. is so special. Yeah, it's yep. a different outlook. You know what I mean? Yeah, it is. It's just it's an opportunity to allow like two different worlds to collide. Like mm-hmm. you know, earlier we had talked about just like respect or like you know, say that you do marry someone you know, of a different culture and Mm -hmm. they celebrate something different. Like it does create an opportunity. It's like you're creating an opportunity without knowingly creating an opportunity. Right. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Man, you're so right. And I'm, I'm so impressed with that. You are, you are, you're setting a standard that I think really, I I really would like for that to be normalized. Mm -hmm. Um, But I love that for you. Yeah. I'd be like, listen, this is a selfish years, ladies. Like mm-hmm. this is, you know, the opportunity to take the time to, you know, hope for, pray over, you know, dream of mm-hmm. what you want your life to look like in partnership with someone else. Mm-hmm. Um, question. Can I um, can I yes. be there when you uh, um, introduce the family to your spouse? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Can you make can you make sure I'm there? <laughs> I'm like the way that actually like, over this holiday season, one of my best friends straight up said, Jasmine gonna pop out on Instagram and be engaged. Or no, she won't. And no, no, that's no, she, the thing. Though, y'all won't know <laughs> exactly. Y'all won't know, but the people, the people who need to know, they gonna know. She said, "Listen, the oh way the way we check each other's locations, yeah, try, 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 try." Don't try me. Listen, no, but you know what? I love that for you. Okay, so last question because I know I I I really wish we would have ran with this earlier. But last question: How do you handle the pressure of feeling like or people making you feel like you have to bring somebody home? Mm-hmm. Like that has to be a trash feeling. I hated it, but go ahead. How do you? Mm-hmm. Well, first is I don't. Yes. Um, <laughs> because the way that I look at, especially Christmas, and the way that I see people sweating about stuff, y'all sweating about money, mm-hmm. about buying somebody a gift, mm-hmm. and the stress of it, and all the things. And like, I've been there for mm-hmm. sure. And now I'm like, I do not care because I have experience in the past. I actually, um, an ex of mine, we broke up before Christmas. Or oh, like wow. Christmas time. Mm-hmm. And he had the audacity to tell me, he's like, well, we should just stay with each other through the holidays because he knew that our families like got each other gifts. <sighs> and I said, absolutely not. What? 
It was the yeah wildest thing that I had ever. <laughs> I was like, and, and I had to really. I like, hope they saved the receipt. <laughs> exactly, and I'm like, I know that one of my family members got a Fitbit instead, just all no. the things. But you know, I look at that was a very like foundational moment for me in regards to like bringing somebody home and like especially because I feel like it's usually the holiday season that mm-hmm. people first bring each other home because it's like well, well everybody's we might as well here. knock it out yeah. yeah exactly so like it I I understand it but at the same time like that ex- me going through that experience which it sucked it was absolutely awful and that's not how I wanted to walk that out but I'm grateful for it because I recognize like my me personally it made me understand my family dynamic my family are deep investors, just mm-hmm. like me. Mm-hmm. Like, if I introduce you to my family, they're over here going to be your friend on Facebook. If you use Facebook, mm-hmm. they want to be your person on Instagram. So like, we want to know it all. They're gonna, we, they're gonna want to know it all. And so, if I can, almost like I don't want to say prevent it. I don't know if that's the right word, but it's like I want to be proactive about knowing, like, okay, this is a person who is for real because. My family is gonna care about you as deeply as I care about you because yeah, and I can't they play with that. Care about you, and I can, yeah, that's not something that is light for me, and I don't take it lightly. So that's where, like, I'm now to the point to where I don't. If somebody's like, well, "When are you? When when that time happens?" Okay, <laughs> you know, when it, when I like somebody enough to be like, "Yeah, okay, like it's time," you know, for me to take them home because I. It's so easy to just like want companionship, but Mm -hmm. I think that we forget we make core memories during the holiday season. We take pictures that will last all year, a picture that could potentially go up on a wall somewhere. Mm -hmm. Like, like how annoying to be that, like, I know this, how this sounds, but like how annoying if you're that person who brings somebody home every single holiday season and your family is always like, well, we got to leave them out the picture because if we don't, we're never going to be able to have Mm -hmm. a family picture. Like, yeah. not to sound shady, but I'm like, I would be embarrassed that's by re- that. That's a real feeling. No, you're mm-hmm. right. That's a real feeling. Yeah. And I, I don't think it's something that we want to admit because it's hard and it sucks. And I think we all do have this, you know, longing to be loved and cared for and, you know, to have somebody to experience how special that this time of year can be. But it's not worth um, creating these memories that you have to constantly uproot in remake mm-hmm. wow um man like i think that where I'm, I'm, I'm most shook is like the idea that the pressure of the family was going to extend your relationship you know what i mean like that blew me away like i think that you're so right like there's so much of there's so much pressure about bringing a, a spouse or somebody home and having to showcase that in front of everybody because like you said everybody's there like this is when you know grandma and grandpa are going to be here and the aunties that flew from such and such and they the cousins that you know what I mean like everybody's there Mm -hmm. and so you're almost Mm -hmm. showcasing like so like you said like if if it happens it's gonna be for real because I want this to be permanent you know what I mean and nobody wants to like have to photoshop somebody out of the picture because I thought we were gonna be forever and we you know now I'm married to somebody else and I, like that's weird and like I think that where I'm I'm grateful like I met my husband I met my husband as a person like mm-hmm. a week before Thanksgiving and we we ended up by Christmas dating like we were like yep we're gonna be together mm-hmm. um but by so by the next time by the next holiday we were already engaged yeah so it was like Hey, y'all remember this guy? <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey, y'all seen him? So, y'all, you know what I mean? And it, the way it happened was um, fairly fast. But um, I do, I, I, I do acknowledge and respect um, your decision to like chill out until you know it's for sure. Because that's a that's a that's an audience I don't like to stand in front of. No, you know no. that's that's yeah. crazy. You to be, have to tell them like. Hey, so old boy, like you have to every year come and explain what ha- like man, like as we I don't go really together no more. Oh my gosh! Well, let's just save ourselves the embarrassment. Yes, and on that note, um, you guys, let us know how you guys celebrate holidays and what that looks like for you, mamas, for you single um, people. Um, what does that look like, and how has it impacted? you know, the way you view the holidays and that family time and, um, and let us know, let us know what that looks like. Um, 
We hope that everybody had a safe holiday season, whatever that looked like. Um, and we're just super thankful for another year with you all. Yeah. No, it's been so great. I can't, I'm like, what year are we on? Two? Yeah. Oh my God. This is great. This is great. (laughs) Wild. This is so great. Yeah. I love that we got to have this conversation. Um, because yeah, this, this time of year, it stirs up a lot, but it's also, um, a good time to say it and say it out loud. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's really, I know like when I ever have those moments that feel really hard or heavy and even like, you know, in the new year and we, you know, establish new goals or, you know, if you're one of those people or you just start dreaming and thinking of new things, like it makes you feel a lot lighter saying it out loud and saying Mm -hmm. it to people that you want to share those moments with. So I know that, you know, if there's anything that I can encourage coming off of this is um, to do that, to, you know, say it to the people that you feel um, like you want to come alongside you and that you feel safe with. Yeah. We're so thankful. Well, we'll see you guys on the next episode and we'll talk to you later.